If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And there's nothing like free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other platforms. And the best part, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I would like to welcome you all to the C Simple Secrets podcast first episode. I'm C, and basically I'll be speaking here about issues that are going on in everyday life, just um, social and emotional well-being, and any questions that people may want to be answered. I would love to talk about those things. So this is just going to be a space for that. So in today's episode, we're going to be talking about the four agreements, and it's a Toltec wisdom book that's written by Don Miguel Ruiz, and when I first started reading this book, I'm like, you know, this is, this is just awesome. It's amazing. It's very simplistic, but at the same time, it's so deep where in certain areas that actually brought me to tears just thinking about um how we grow up and you know as children we have all of these big huge dreams of things that we can be and you know we're so happy and how along the way we allow the things in life to kind of jade our perspective and then in a way it changes us and it's just about getting getting back to that initial being like being that person that is free you know we look for freedom in so many different areas we look for it in you know relationships or friendships or you know we look for it oh we feel free when we're you know out doing this or doing that but the real freedom is going to come from within yourself and so the, the four agreements that Don Miguel Ruiz writes about are the first one is be impeccable with your word. And so in that, he's not just talking about the word that, you know, we speak to others, like keeping your word, so to speak, or keeping your promises, but even going beyond that and the things that you speak can either cause positive things to happen in your life or the things that you speak can increase the negativity in your life and so when he talks about being impeccable with your word it's also talking about being very careful of the words that we speak at all times the second one is don't make assumptions and this one really stood out for me because a lot of times we just lack communication skills and basically it's like we would rather assume something 
rather than talking to the person and getting to the bottom of something. And so this was really awesome for me because it's like, we should know that of course, but we don't always think about it. And it's so many times that we assume, oh, he doesn't like me, she doesn't like me, you know, or they're out to get me or, you know, whatever it may be. Or we assume that that person knows what they're doing to us or know how they're making us feel, for example. But it's really not even the case. It's just, you know, everybody comes to a situation with their different perspectives and their different experiences. And if you don't communicate about those things, you'll never know if that person is on the same page as you, especially if you assume. So just being careful not to make those assumptions about anything. But if there's anything that you want to know, ask, you know, get to the bottom of it and make sure you have a clear understanding. And the third one is don't take things personally. And this one was really powerful for me because once again, you know, like even with the assumptions, we kind of just take things personally at times like oh, he meant to hurt my feelings. She meant to hurt my feelings, you know. Or we just take things personally. Let's say that someone has an event and we don't get invited to it. And it's like, why didn't you invite me? Like, you know, I can remember a time when I received, um, like, discounted tickets to a concert. And, you know, there were only two tickets and, I actually had gotten my ticket from the person that, you know, the this person was giving tickets to. So it wasn't even like I was the initial person that was getting the tickets. I just kind of benefited from it. And I had a person come to me and say, you know, well, I wanted to go to the concert. And it's like, well, I'm sorry. You know, those were tickets given to me by somebody else. You know, that I was just, I just happened to be included on. But they had taken it personally as in I was purposely trying to leave them out of something when that wasn't even the case. So just not always taking things personally. Don't think that, you know, somebody is doing things to hurt or harm you. It's just the way that they are. And, you know... Even when we, even uh, in saying don't take things personally, it's like even when people hurt you, you know, when people say certain things, sometimes it's based on their own experiences and sometimes it's based on previous relationships that they've been in or, you know, things that they really need to heal from. And it has absolutely nothing to do with you. You know, it really has to do with them and their internal being and, you know, the things that they're going through. But because we're taking it personally, it's like, you know, we're taking it as an attack on us when really it's not even the case. It's, you know, something that they need to work on. So don't take things personally. And then the last one is to always do your best. And, you know, we've heard this a million times, like even in school, it's just always, always do your best. You know, no matter if you get third place you know at least you participated and I think a lot of times we don't really think of it that way it's like you know if we don't get that that notoriety or if we don't get that award or if we don't get that recognition 
then it's almost like we didn't even do it. But that should never be the case. Whatever you do, you're doing it really for yourself. Like, you know, just the gratification of, for example, being able to complete a marathon. You know, you don't have to complete the marathon first, but just as long as you completed it, that's an accomplishment. And let's say that you didn't complete it. Let's say that you were just in it and you went as far as you could, that's still an accomplishment. And another thing is we can't measure our accomplishments based on what somebody else got. And I think that's what I really liked about this book is that it really focuses on you and the work that you need to do as a person versus how we try to um, kind of pass the blame onto someone else and say, well, you you know, made me feel this way, or I assume that, you know, or I expected that, but we don't always point those fingers at ourselves, and we don't always reflect on the situation, and so if you always do your best, you're not worried about, you know, how a person may take it, it's about the intention that you had, or you're not worried, worried about if another person got first place just as long as you participated even if you just got a participation award it's like I accomplished something and you know it's not about competition it's just about if you're competing against anyone you're competing against what you did before and you're trying to make it better so you're always doing your best and so What I kind of thought about after reading this, I started thinking about what would my four agreements be? If I had to write a book about four agreements, what would those agreements be? And so the first agreement that I thought about is forget your timeline. And what I mean by forget your timeline is that once again, you know, getting into that compare that comparison and make it making comparisons. You know, it's like at some point in time it was decided, you know, you need to graduate from college by 21. You need to be driving by 16. You know, you need to have children before you get to be 30 or else you know, your kids are going to grow up with old parents or, you know, it's so many things that are put out there and they distract us. Sometimes they discourage us sometimes. And I just want to encourage you guys to just forget your timeline. So some of the examples that I thought about were um, Tupac and Biggie, for example, you know, the the popularity that they had, the fame that they had, if they would have considered a timeline, they wouldn't have had the success that they had in that amount of time that they lived because they were only on this earth, you know, 24, maybe 25 years. So not even a long time in our eyes. But the fact of the matter is we don't know what our timeline is you know as we're going through life we don't know when it's going to be cut short and so if you set yourself to a timeline instead of just being present 
and being in that moment you know you can distract yourself from where you could be there's people that accomplish things at eight years old that you know maybe some people haven't accomplished at 28 years old but that's their timeline you know that's the the point that they're at at that particular time and moment and some of us have a long time to get there some of us have a short time to get there I thought about um Kobe Bryant as well and how you know he went straight to the NBA after high school and it's like sometimes that's the decision that kind of gets frowned upon by people but at the same time those people didn't know that you know at 40 years old his life would be taken from him so you know you just can't worry worry about a timeline you have to get things done in your own timing and you can't compare yourself to anyone because you don't know what their timeline is you don't know what your timeline is but you just know that there's something that you're supposed to accomplish and that's what your focus needs to be on not the time that you have to accomplish it but rather the task that you have to accomplish the second thing that I thought about as an agreement is never stop dreaming and not just never stop dreaming never stop learning I could probably just go back and say never stop because there's so many things to learn in this world there's so many things that you can do and I think you know as we get older it's like we stop dreaming we stop thinking about all those things that that we wanted to accomplish as a child and we start thinking about bills (laughs) I think that's a lot of you know adults focus is like you know I gotta do what pays the bills you know but if you just step out on faith and just really think about and write down those things that you really have a desire to do like for example (laughs) you know I was teaching at the time and I just really had this desire to study cosmetology you know and so I started doing the research and I decided to take a year off and go to cosmetology school and, you know, become an esthetician and work with skincare and learn all about the skin and beauty because that's something that I'm really passionate about as well. And, you know, I had a few people tell me, well, why are you doing that? You know, you need to stick to teaching. And then I had some other people telling me, that's great that you're doing that teaching is always going to be there that's always something that you can go back to and it's just funny because we have you know so many different opinions coming in from so many different places but ultimately the person that has to make that decision is you and so when I say never stop you know you have to find out what are those things that you're good at and what thing would you really love to do if you weren't getting paid for it What would you really love to do? What would get you up in the morning and get you excited about life again? And it might not be something that you make a full-time thing. And it may not even be something that you get paid for. Because I think that's a misconception too, that everything that we love to do, we also have to get paid for. Like, for example, I love painting. 
but I'm not um, Van Gogh. <laughs> and I, I recognize that. I feel like I'm pretty good at it. But it's something relaxing that I love to do and I don't have to get paid for it. I can just do it just for the enjoyment of the activity. It doesn't have to be something that I get paid for. It's just the joy that I get from, you know, completing that painting or completing that project that excites me. But when I took that journey, you know, to becoming an esthetician, I had a client and, you know, she had even said to me like I really don't even know what I'm good at and you know so I started kind of just questioning her and getting her to really think about it and I think that's what we have to kind of sit down and just think about those things like what are we really good at or what do we really enjoy doing or if we just had so much free time in the world what would we spend it doing And if it's something that you can turn into a career, fine. If it's something you can turn into a side hustle, fine. Or if it's just something that'll give you peace, that's fine too. It doesn't have to be something that you make money off of. Just something that you do for enjoyment. That's fine. You know, just never stop. Never stop learning. It's not too late to go back to school if that's what you want to do. You know, I've seen um, a few of our celebrities recently going back to school and getting their diplomas like uh, Bryson Tiller and like Quavo and you know that's awesome because it's like even though you've achieved this success you still felt like this was something that you needed to go back and do and it's fine if you decide to go back and do it and you know what it's fine if you don't decide to do that it's fine if you decide to go in a different direction but I admire them for not being embarrassed of it and feeling like it was something that they needed to do and then doing it because once again, it's their timeline, it's not ours. And the third one, it kind of goes along with these things and it's not my words, it's Shakespeare's, but um, the third agreement is to thine own self be true. And it seems simple enough, but the one person that you can never lie to is yourself. You know, when you're at home and you're alone or if you're, you know, just in that spot where you're away from, you know, wife and kids or husband and kids or, you know, whomever, mother, father, and you just get into that personal space and you have to sit with yourself You have to be happy with what you see. You have to be happy with what you feel. And if it's something that you want to change, you have to see that thing that you want to change. And you have to really be intentional about changing it. You know, we have to really start writing down those things, you know, speaking those things that be not as though they were, writing the vision and making it plain you know just putting into writing I can't stress that enough because there's so many times that you know I have thoughts and it's like man I wish I would have written it down because if you don't write it down then sometimes that memory is fleeting you know you don't really remember it but when you write that thing down and you get up in the morning and you think about it or you read it and then you think about it throughout the day 
and then you know you think about it before you go to sleep at night and you pray about it you meditate about it and you envision yourself even go as far as to envisioning yourself doing that thing I really believe it's gonna happen for you you know but you got to be true to yourself we can put on the facade in front of everybody else you know we can put on the clothes we can put on the makeup we can put on the cologne whatever it is or you know whatever it is that's making us feel presentable in front of others we can do that in front of others but when you're alone when you wake up in the morning and when you go to sleep at night and you have to really sit with that person you have to be pleased with what you see and you have to be pleased with what you feel and if you're not pleased you have to be able to do the work and I think that's a major thing is that when you see something in yourself that you know you're not satisfied with you got to be able to change that thing um and it's not easy you know I'm not even gonna say that it's an easy thing to do but you have to start somewhere and you have to make that decision that you're going to start you know the journey of a thousand miles begins with one set they don't start off at a thousand miles you know it starts off with the one set and if you take five steps today you accomplish something because if five steps was your best you did your best and then maybe tomorrow you can do five steps again or maybe you can challenge yourself and do another five not looking to see okay what step is this person on oh they did 10 steps today i gotta do 20. No, that's not the way that it works. You got to do what's best for you. And, you know, you have to work on your own timeline. It's going, all of these are relating back to one another. You got to work on your own timeline. And you got to progress at your own speed. Always be true to yourself. And the last one that I thought about is maintaining a positive outlook so I had an interview um, not too long ago and in the interview you know they were asking me about well, what are some negative experiences you've had and when I say it was so difficult for me to think about these negative experiences because for one thing we've been on quarantine since March and so you know that's March April May June now it's July so it's like hmm what was happening that was negative it's just this quarantine has given me such a different perspective and it has really allowed me to stop focusing on those things that we always focus on work not even the the service that we're doing through our work, but we're focused on work. You know, we're focused on that paycheck or we're focused on those bills or, you know, whatever we might be focused on or the boss or, you know, whatever. But 
this quarantine has really allowed me to just start looking at things differently and start thinking about the reason behind why I'm doing the things that I'm doing. You know, we can look at this in so many negative ways and say, oh, we're not able to, you know, spend time with our friends like we have been doing or we're not able to go to brunch and to go to parties and it's been everything has been virtual and all of that you know we can definitely see the negatives in it but what are the positives that time that you've been able to spend with your family that you don't normally get to spend the time that you know husbands and wives have been able to spend together that they don't normally get to spend together or the time that you know you've been able to teach your children lessons that they wouldn't necessarily learn at school like I've been seeing parents gardening with their children and you know I've been seeing parents cooking with their children and a lot of times you know we know how it is when you go to work you come at home sometimes you don't want to cook you're ordering out you're tired you know you don't really get to do a lot of those things but it brought so much joy to my heart when I saw like parents out riding bikes with their children during the day and I'm not just talking about one family you know seeing multiple families riding through the neighborhoods and just our different perspective on life is amazing and you know I can't discount you know the negative feelings that we may have because some of us have lost loved ones and things due to the virus you know but by the same token it's just like even in those things you know we have to appreciate the time that we were able to spend with our loved ones and all of us have lost people that were close to us and I know in the past I may not have even handled it handled it as best as I should have or I could have you know but now my perspective is just so much different where it's like all of the lessons that they've taught me I will never forget them all the times that we spent together I will never forget them you know and in everything that I do you know when I do things a certain way it's like I do it because you know these are the things that my ancestors taught me this is the way that that I was raised this is the way that I was brought up you know and so in everything that we do we honor them we honor their lives through us living and continuing and embracing their memory and lifting up their memory versus, you know, grieving, which I know we do. We have to grieve because we're going to miss them, but we just can't stay in that that space of grieving. We got to start looking at the positive and the life that they live and even thinking, you know, like that the saying goes you know I'm my ancestors wildest dreams like the things that they wanted to accomplish I can still accomplish you know and not to say that I'm living for them but I'm honoring their memory even in the things that I do even if I start a corporation or something that I name it after you know one of the people that came before me I'm honoring them by the things that I'm doing and so I think you know that's another way for us to look at it so just maintaining that positive outlook, even when it's something that you don't necessarily want to do, because we know 
there's a lot of things that we don't want to do that we have to do you know my least favorite thing to do is probably washing the dishes (laughs) but it's something that has to be done so what can I do while I'm washing the dishes to make this a positive experience I can listen to my favorite music I can dance I can reflect and I can think and I can you know just kind of process my day it's something positive I can do with it even though it's something that's not a positive experience so I just want to encourage you all to maintain a positive outlook in all things you know um whatsoever things are just whatsoever things are of good report think on those things you know it's so easy today it's easy for us to just get caught up in the negativity and all of the the things that are going on in this world but all of these things are temporal which means they're not gonna last long they're temporary but we need to focus on those things which are eternal those things that are spiritual you know we need to be working on our spiritual selves and I think that's where that's the place that reading this book put me in is what can I do to enhance my spirit you know what can I do to make life better for myself and then in turn how am I being a blessing to someone else You know, is it in my words? Is it in my deeds? You know, am I encouraging someone by the things that I'm doing and by the things that I'm saying? Or am I saying things that may cause somebody to make an assumption or may cause them to take something personally? And if I'm doing those things, then I need to go back and say, hey, I'm not doing my best. I'm not treating you the way that I should. And we also need to be able to say, forgive me. But then in those cases where people don't ask for our forgiveness, we still have to be able to forgive them as well. So these are just some of the thoughts that I was thinking as I was reading through the book and, you know, some of the agreements that that I came up with. And I would love for, you know, you guys to share with me or you all to share with me some of the agreements that you have with yourself. And when I say agreements, it's things that you're purposing in your life. Like, this is what I'm going to do to make myself better. This is what I'm going to do to make my relationships better. This is what I'm going to do to make my work better. You know, these are the things that I'm going to do to make my life better. And so I would love for you all to share those things that, you know, we're thinking about in those intentions that you set for yourself as well. And I hope that you've gotten something from this podcast today. And um, if there's some things that you would like to hear me talk about or, you know, some questions that you may have, feel free to ask me because I would love to answer them. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you for listening.